Hey guys, um, this is the good, the bad, and the podcast. Oh, sorry, I feel a little sick to my stomach, but uh, it's a show where we take a given movie genre and we explore the the good, uh, the good examples, the worst examples, and uh, today all three are pretty ugly examples of a given genre. Uh, I am Mark. Hey, I'm Kelly, and I'm Charles. And uh, today, oh, I can't even say it. Charles, can you tell us what the genre is? Torture porn. Oh. Yay. <laughs> I, too, have my stomach-settling ginger ale beverage here. Nice. <laughs> so. I thought that was Mountain Dew for a second. <laughs> That's good. So, Charles, I was confused by this these picks because um, I thought we were friends <laughs> before this. <laughs> And after having <laughs> Did it. been made to watch all three of these movies, I'm no longer certain about the level of our friendship. I did warn you. I warned you guys for months about it. <laughs> like my yeah, yeah, he did preempt it pretty pretty heavily. Okay, because <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, before we get started, do you guys? Uh, since I guess you hated them all, do you have any clue what they are to me? <laughs> Good, bad, or ugly? I'm I'm pretty confident in the picks. I think really so okay. the picks the the movies are Blood Sucking Freaks from 1976, Ichi the Killer 2001, and Hostel 2005. That's right. I think Hostel is your good. I think Ichi the Killer is your ugly, and Blood Sucking Freaks is your bad. Okay, but and Kelly. Um, yeah, I I would second that. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you like any of them? No. <laughs> I, I did not get one molecule of entertainment from this. I, I'm you know, very your upset text with you, from earlier, uh, it was uh, like you were watching Bloodsucking Freaks earlier today. And you're like, you're like, why does this movie even exist? <laughs> and the, I still The little person know. just pulled out her eye and ate it after sawing off her hand. These are actual texts. This is exciting stuff. <laughs> And I thought that was bad. And then I kept watching the movie and that was that was like the tame part. So, yeah. So, you know, it's it's almost near Halloween here. So, this is kind of our Halloween spooky episode. And it's also our season seven opener. So, we've been doing this for seven seasons now. That's pretty crazy. Nice. And then we'll be doing – this is a double feature as well. So, for those of you watching live, right after this one, we're going to go into kind of a 31 Days of Horror Part 8 recap a little bit. Um, And that's pretty exciting because what we did is we picked the movie that we most wanted to talk about. Uh, (laughs) But I I think we ended up picking a good, bad, and ugly. So, we kind of – yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see what they are. Um, But, yeah. And and also, I should say uh, right off the bat – both of these topics, um, torture porn and the 31 Days of Horror, they're a little more adult, uh, especially torture porn. Uh, I would say definitely a little parental discretion advised. This is a little more, as I always say, a little more PG. Um, now, I I did try to uh, censor these trailers a little bit. Um, <laughs> some of them, especially because they were never officially rated and they never really had to worry about having an official trailer that could be playing in the theater. So, you know, their, their trailers are just crazy, especially like well, when we get into uh, 30 Days of Horror, like Bloody Bloody Bible Camps trailer. And and, and some of those movies, it was really hard to edit around and like, you know, so uh, I'm not one for censorship, but we do try to keep this fairly clean, not too explicit. Well, the... The the trailer in IMDb for Bloodsucking Freaks, when I went and looked last time, it's like full frontal R-rated stuff in yeah. the on the IMDb page. Right, like, oh, exactly. Wow, and that's what I'm saying. So I had to like I had to kind of find and pick and choose and <laughs> figure out which ones were the least offensive and then kind of go go from there. That was my base. Um, and my wife was like, Well, what do you know? The topic you picked and you can't find trailers to play for it. So <laughs> Um, that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> I'm oh, excited, Charles. though. I am excited. <laughs> so that's one word for it. Yeah. Um, so, do you guys want to do? Uh, you want to start? Yeah, let's hop right in. Let's uh, let's get our yeah. hands dirty, so to speak. Let's just dig right into the innards of the <laughs> our victim here. So the first one is 
Blood Sucking Freaks, as Mark said, it's from 1976. Um, and let's see, I had the synopsis right here. It says, Sardu, master of the theater of the macabre, and his assistant, Ralphus, run a show in which, under the guise of magic, they torture and murder people in front of their audience. But what the spectators see as a trick is actually real. Now, I, I, I also, I'm getting a little ahead of myself because I want to kind of define what torture porn is. Um, it's not, it's not necessarily, well, first of all, it's not porn. Let's get that out of the way. It's not porn. Although I guess you guys might question that. I think Kelly was definitely questioning that in some of these movies. Oh, but I it's question. not, it, if any, maybe softcore porn for some of it. It's not explicit. It's not, you know, not too crazy. Not, especially not even more than like your typical slasher movie, I would say. Um, but... They uh, the other thing is too, even though there's torture in the title, it's not necessarily people being tortured per se. It's more just extremely gory and just crazy ways that people can be murdered in these movies. Um, and 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 officially, like the torture porn period was kind of the late '90s into the early 2000s. Um, the uh, the first one that was really called torture porn was Hostel. And I don't think Eli Roth likes that title. He thinks it's kind of demeaning to the movie he made. Um, so, Bloodsucking Freaks isn't really a torture porn. Which, I know you guys think that may sound crazy watching it. Um, but it's kind of, uh, it's what they would call a splatter film. Um, and a splatter film is essentially the same thing. It's just an extremely gory, disgusting movie. Um, but I... I I watched it and I'm thinking, if this isn't a torture porn film, then none of these are because it has all the elements and it actually is about torture and it's just disgusting and over the top. Um, so, but yes, if, for those of you that are thinking this is not going to be pornography and this is not going to be out that field, it's going to be more just the explicit violence. And again, I've censored a lot of these, even this trailer here, Mark, it's not the one that you would have seen on IMDb. So, all right, here we go. Sucking Freaks. It's one of the shortest trailers I think we've ever played, probably because you had to cut 80% of it, but... And it's still pretty uh, violent. <laughs> yeah, and so, the only thing I have to say about this movie, really, is that for a movie with so much nudity and so much gore, it was really boring. It was really easy to just look away at times and do other things while I was trying to trying to consume this movie. Uh, I didn't care about the plot line that much. All of the, it seems like all of the torture scenes just seem super campy. And so they didn't seem realistic or like it did. It didn't even seem, I don't know. It's, it was like not even, I didn't get the same feeling watching this, these gory scenes that I did in other movies with, with gory scenes. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, this, this was a, a really, I, I, I'll say it straight out. This is my bad pick. Um, I don't like this movie and, and it's, 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 it's kind of all the things you're saying. Yes, but it, it wants to offend so bad. It's really trying for just to be in bad taste on everything. And almost none of that works for me. The, the, from the opening scene on, I do like Sardu. I thought the performance was pretty good. Um, he seemed kind of in a different league almost compared to the rest, but I just, I, it again, it's shocking to be shocking as opposed to having a good movie or actually entertaining or any of that stuff. And the and, and also the other thing that, that is kind of labeled at torture porn films is a certain degree of misogyny. And I, I don't know I don't know if that's fair, but this movie definitely, I would say it's it seems to me this movie either just straight up hates women or wanted to just push the envelope and offend women. I, I'm not sure which way it was going, but it, you know, there's literally a cage of nude women that are like rabid wild animals. 
Yeah. Um, and, 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 and yeah, and it's really bad. And then, there was. And all the 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 sexual things they make them do, you know, like getting the the guillotine, chopping the head off, and then uh, the, the, the sexual act that's performed immediately after that. It's 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 very degrading, I would say too. Um, so yeah, I, this was this was actually what kicked off this topic for me um, because I saw this and I thought I want to talk about this movie and really see what Mark and Kelly think about this. Like, is it like honestly, but not not necessarily like an offensive way, but just I wanted to know if you guys thought the same thing. Like, is it? Do you think it's like being provocative? Like, do you think it's or do you think it just straight up? doesn't care who it offends or do you think it's do you think it's hates women do you think it's degrading towards women i don't know how they even got any women to do this movie (laughs) it is so viscerally offensive i couldn't like this this broke me charles you finally (laughs) did it after all these years this i was just I wish, I wish I could have watched it with you. I wish this is one that we could have like together in the same room. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, it just kept getting worse and worse. And every time I was like, wow, that that is the most outrageous thing. They would find another way. Like, the whole thing with the doctor coming in and, and working, you know, he didn't. They forgot they, about that paid him by letting him just perform experiments on their captives and he pulled out this woman's teeth with pliers and it lingered over this scene and like every tooth all 26 or 23 or however many they're just plopping into a little pile i mean and then what 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 was he supposed to have been doing when he he like shaved the top of her head i assume well, that's what gives the movie then, a title. That's he's the blood sucking freak. He's sucking her brains out through a straw. So was that it? Oh, the yeah, that brains, like I. It, that's it, what it was. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really look like it, but it's that's what it was doing. So disgusting! Like I, I literally felt like I might vomit while watching it, and I and no, the effects were not particularly good, but it was just so nasty. I couldn't get over it. Well, and to that point, the low quality of it too, just the way it shot everything is just yeah. It adds to it. It it it, it it's not that it feels like a snuff film because it doesn't feel particularly real, but it's just that kind of low grade, dirty, grainy quality to it. Yeah, yeah. It makes you it makes you feel nasty for watching it. It really does. It does I? I- can't even imagine. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a, it's like the cheap carnival version of this this movie genre because nothing seems real. You know, it's all fake. It's it, at no point are you suspending your disbelief like with the other two movies. Like even with Ichi the Killer, you know, some like some of the. I'm, I'm thinking like if people who enjoy these types of movies probably also enjoy the god of war games the god of war with kratos yeah uh, i love where it's games. like you know he's like slashing people straight in half with his knives and all and it's like you know just well, well those are movie, great those are great games though come on this is way better than this quality wise oh yeah no that's what i'm saying but like so this movie has none of that suspension of disbelief where it's like kind of satisfying to see these oh really cool scenes where a person gets chopped straight in half or like you know some of that, but this movie, this movie was like just so, so like cardboard, right? It's like cardboard cut out of this genre, just not realistic at all. To the point where it almost wasn't even offensive to me because I was just like, this is stupid. It's just fake, fake and dumb. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I more than, yeah. It, the, just the fact that anyone would put these ideas yeah. forth into the yeah, world right. was really what offended me. Right. <laughs> I quality. do agree with that. The fact that it was made. Yes. <laughs> well, there's kind of a weird uh, thing about the movie too. Like um, a lot of the people died in weird ways after it was made. Um, Zardu and the, and the Ralphus and all that. So it's, it's pretty wild. Like like what? I'm- well, I'll just say it would like uh, they'd be like found dead in their apartment or whatever. Like they, you know, different different ways they died. Like not long after this movie was made, and they weren't that old of people. So, oh, yeah. uh, there was I was kind of reading about it. There's a curse of the movie or whatever. So it's interesting. That's creepy. Yeah, but yeah, he reminded me the was it what's his name? Cardu Cardu Zardu, I think Zardu. He reminded Zardu me of Sardu. I'm not sure Sardu Sardu with an S. Yeah, he reminded me of a 
another actor, but I couldn't tell who, who's been in a lot of like stuff as an older actor, but I couldn't tell who he reminds me of. Like a He's, creepy Christopher Lee. Yeah, or like Peter Cushing type. I don't know. But, so, but, to, but that's what I'm saying. You're naming some really good actors. It's, he was good right. in the movie, I thought. He kind of had almost a Shakespearean quality to him. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. I thought Ralphus was the worst, though. <laughs> reminded me of Odd Job. No, not Odd Job. He reminded Nick, me Nick of Knack. Uh, Nick Knack, right? Yeah, yeah, Nick Knack from the Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Which also had Christopher Lee in it. Man with the Golden Gun. <laughs> Scaramanga. <laughs> The the scene that got me was they were playing I can't remember what it was backgammon or something yes. some card game and whoever whoever like lost cut a <laughs> finger off of the woman that they that was with them at the time I'm like that why would the women not be like at that point their finger is getting chopped They're, and the the women are just kind of staying there and like oh kind of screaming a little bit as their fingers dropped off but then. They stay to have another finger chopped off and they don't run away and or fight with their lives as, you know, as a normal person would do after having a digit removed. Well, I think that speaks to what Charles was saying about how this film just or the the filmmakers or whoever just they have to have a hatred of women because there's no like these women have no self-respect. They don't do what any normal person would do. They come up with all kinds of horrifying ways to degrade them and like they don't even treat them as people like you said with, with with their all the women in the cage and they're like screaming banshees and they're they're not even humanoid i don't like how do you how does how do you explain that i mean the only thing i could think of is that they they do <sighs> yeah. kind of spoiler alert, they do get their comeuppance a little bit um but i, I it's almost one of those things like too little too late for me because you've already like degraded them you've you've played your card at that point so we know what you really think <laughs> that's the understatement of the century yeah <laughs> so all right you guys ready to move on to the next one then sure all right yeah let's do ichi so, ichi the killer <laughs> so uh let's see <laughs> <laughs> let, let the good times keep rolling charles yeah. let's keep that's, what a- as sadomasochistic Yakuza enforcer Kakahari, I think is how you say his name, searches for his missing boss, he comes across Ichi, a repressed and psychotic killer who may be able to inflict levels of pain that Kakahari has only dreamed of achieving. Alright, and so this is the trailer. What <laughs> Ichi the Killer. Um, yeah. Charles, tell us a little bit about this movie and why you picked and, it. And I apologize for for um, those that are going to be listening to this later on because that trailer is in Japanese. The movie is Japanese. Um, <laughs> so there you it's, go. Yeah. Uh, although, you know, one of your texts, Mark, was that you had no idea what was happening. So... He not being able to understand Japanese for the trailer may actually make it make more sense. Because um, they're just yeah. really random quotes, like uh, like there's no love in your violence. Um, this is a uh, Takashi Miike film. And if you don't know him, he's a very famous director in Japan. Has done hundreds of films in a very small period. 
and they're all wild and crazy. If you're trying to get into his movies, I would probably start with Audition, which is really good. Um, that's his most accessible film. Uh, this, this one uh, is probably not a good starting place for either of you, Mark and Kelly. I'm sorry, but uh, but no need to apologize, Charles. I yes, have many there is times. Need to apologize. Mark. I have many times. Um, I have gone back and forth because I really like this movie, uh, but but hold on. <laughs> but I am going to say it's my ugly. But okay. it is barely. It is almost my good. It, it in fact, it was oh, no. my good for a little bit. I I, I really enjoy this film. Um, I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm just looking into Kelly's eyes right now. Oh my gosh! I she's <laughs> incredulous. It, it's ugly because it 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 is out there in places. It 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 it's hard to follow, especially at first. Uh, I don't know if that's a a language barrier or a culture barrier. I'm not sure because, you know, watching it subtitled. But either way, uh, th- that's kind of why it tips into ugly territory for me because it is just so out there. But at the same time, it's wildly entertaining. Um, I, 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 I just had a lot of fun. It works as a dark comedy as well. Um, and I really like the the main guy um, who, who I, I have to assume that um, – uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, Joker was inspired by this guy because he had the kind of slit yeah. the mouth. He looked, and he even had the long jackets. I think he even had a purple long jacket. Uh-huh. I, he very much reminded me of Heath Ledger's Joker, right? Like he just he did. I don't know that it's inspired, but man, it felt like it because it was kind of that fun, crazy character. You didn't know what he's going to say or do, and you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's that's he's a blast. Like I. <laughs> I mean, it gets wild. Like, I don't understand when he takes like a when he you know pulls out his thing, he takes a fist in the face. I don't get any of that. You saw a little bit of that in the trailer, um, but yeah. but yeah, I just I just had a blast with this movie. Uh, um, it, it's it's cool. Like the like different uh, different yakuza like gangsters battling against each other and what using using different ichi in one way and it, i i just again i i had fun with this movie it, it's it's really good but again if you're going to get into takashi Miike stuff start with audition because audition is awesome and accessible and then <laughs> go into this there because he has some other wild stuff too oh my goodness his stuff gets wild um the uh the the opening to this movie uh i referenced that uh <laughs> We had so I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for the buildup of Kelly's response to this. We had. A, I can't wait to hear it, Kelly. We, so we were having a discussion. Keep going, Charles. Oh yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I hanging myself? You give me just enough rope. Um, no, you go for it. I. So we were having a discussion uh, about the title of this particular episode. You know, torture porn, and we didn't necessarily want to put torture porn because people don't don't know what that means. They could think we're actually doing porn, right? So it was like, well, how can we cover up the word porn? And thinking that Mark and Kelly had watched each of the killer at that point, I was like, oh, we could do what they did and just do the titles with like a semen splatter. And they didn't know what to think of that. They're like, there was just text, but I could feel like the awkward silence in the letters there. And it was, I was like, uh, you haven't seen it yet, have you? Uh, because that is how this, the title sequence from this movie is formed from a puddle of semen and it comes out of it and it. <laughs> And apparently it's real semen. It's not even a prop. So who knows? What? Whatever. But it's, I mean, it's it's a lot of semen. So who knows? But either way, we're um, off the ra- rails here. We are. But I'm just saying, like that's what you can expect when you see this movie. Um, yeah, it's it's extremely explicit in several ways. Um, but but unlike Bloodsucking Freaks, I don't think it hates women. I think it's I think it's very much into S and M for sure. Um, they kind of, you know, I I don't know. I, I just I don't think it hates women. I think it's more into that that sort of thing. All right, go ahead, Kelly. Well, let me just say this: I 
started watching this movie and an hour before I had eaten a piece of baked tilapia that was just sitting in my stomach like a rock. (laughs) And I watched this movie and I really just like (laughs) kept feeling the bile rising in my throat, like just kept, I mean, I was like, all right, this is pretty nasty, but I can make it. And then he started slicing off a piece of his tongue. And then he took the fist into the face. And then he was hanging people on meat hooks and just just nastiness. I, I, it was very hard for me to make it through these movies. And I didn't, like, I was not entertained by this. And I thought it was very rapey and horrible. And I don't ever want to hear any flack from you about a mild 1950s you know Marilyn Monroe innuendo when I have subjected myself to these horrible wait messages. wait hold on first of all what, what, what have I ever said anything about a Marilyn Monroe that seems oddly specific the river of no return Charles okay you're right yes you are but that but that that okay that guy raped her there was no rape in this movie oh that's very interesting. You don't feel that there was? I don't like this. I don't like this line of questioning. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just going to sit back over here <laughs> well, okay, and okay, let okay. y'all hash this out. Uh, being, being for real though, who got raped in this movie? Well, there was all the, the whole thing about how he leaped to the rescue, so he thought, of people was because they had brainwashed him into thinking that he had seen this woman being raped and apparently got turned on by it and i mean right am i crazy no that okay that did yes but he but again he 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 was being used he was being tricked and used because he was a really kind of innocent person but he also he could only get aroused if he if he thought women were getting hurt (laughs) (laughs) yeah so charles just uh just Run that back through your brain again. It's not. That's and then not, tell us how this not is more necessarily rapey, though, right? Like the movie itself doesn't <laughs> hate women. In, in fact, in fact, I would argue that you feel really sorry because the one lady um, has to kind of like be that girl and pretend to kind of egg him on and get him to do things. And you know, spoiler, he ends up killing her, and you you feel sorry for her. I mean, I did. Right? Am yeah. I? So I again. Yeah. I I think to that point there was sympathy, but what? Okay, but I'll, one thing on that though, that lady is pretty interesting because she, for a big chunk of the movie, she's actually speaking Chinese. So it's like she's she, and if you guys probably you did notice it, I'm sure, because it's really weird at first. She goes from like English to Japanese to Chinese, or she'll just be randomly speaking English. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I yeah. had to like look that up, and I'm like, why? I, I couldn't Me really too. figure out why, except that. I guess she's written as a Chinese prostitute that lives in Japan. I don't know, huh. but but I just thought that was really kind of interesting. One of those crazy, quirky things. It was almost like the Star Wars universe where you know they speak different languages, but everybody seems to understand everybody, and that's kind of what it was. It's like she'd say something in English, they'd respond in Japanese, and then she'd say something in Chinese, and it's just kind of wild. Anyway, but yeah. go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. No, that that was weird. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty much off my soapbox. I just I I had it. It was hard for me to make it. <laughs> was this, <laughs> this har- harder than uh, harder than blood sucking freaks? Oh no, that one was way harder. Oh, okay, but okay. I also did not enjoy this one. <laughs> I, as I said, I think you watched them in reverse offensive order because you started with Hostel. Yeah. I mean, who knew that Hostel would be the least like out of these movies? <laughs> um, but but again, I I really do enjoy the main bad guy, um, and I. I see a lot of parallels to Joker and I, I just thought he was having fun with the role. And there were some – it is – it does become a dark comedy. I mean, there's parts where he like – he goes in the, the the room and it's just like blood and semen are splattering out because now he can get aroused again. And there's just a quick shot of it splattering. And that, that cracked me up. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was funny. Um, and I, I, I even – I laughed whenever the, the guy that's been kind of leading him on – Takes off his row or takes off his shirt. That was, was, and he's a huge like bodybuilding guy. That was guy. crazy. It's, yeah. What was it's, that about? I, I don't know. It's, and then <laughs> I thought, oh, this is meaningful, and that was it. It was like a little one-off, like weird thing where he was like, and you could tell it was CGI. Of yeah, course, you, you could, but it was still it, was, it. It made me laugh. Um, I, you know, we've that already gotten funny. to spoiler territory. What What do you think happens at the end? I, I'm a little confused by that because I don't know. 
it it seems to me it could go a lot of different ways. So the okay, can I let me ask a clarifying question? And I assume I just missed this. And it the the bodyguard of the main bad guy who like lost his gun and everybody kept making fun of him having the gun is that Ichi's biological brother? Like, I couldn't tell actually, that either because they they kept saying it was, but I couldn't yeah. tell if that was just misleading him. I couldn't. Right. I, could, I couldn't. I didn't so really anyway, get a they, good answer on that. But they they're okay. forced to like battle on the top of the building, and then and then that guy's son. Is there, and he may actually be killing Ichi, uh, and and then um, Kakihara, or however you say his name, he may have, like, really fallen off the building. I'm not sure, though. But that was, like, what he wanted, though. He wanted someone that could hurt him. He wanted, that was, like, how he felt love. And so, he thought Ichi was going to be this guy that could just give it to him, and make him feel the best he's ever felt in his life. He wanted to die. And, uh, but I'm not sure if he really did or not. I'm not really sure if he fell off the building. Because they kind of show him in a tub, whereas like Jaws kind of going, you know, slack. And and I, I wondered if he, like, if he died or, or killed himself in the bathtub after Ichi didn't kill him, and he, after Ichi was killed. Thoughts? I don't. I don't know. That was really confusing because it, it's he seemed very dead when he fell off the building, and there was so much blood. I felt like he died, but then I didn't understand the bathtub thing either. But that's an interesting theory, Charles. Well, there's also, if you notice, like, Ichi kind of kicked him in the head and there was like a slash across his thing. But when right. the, the guy saw his body, that slash wasn't there. And that I did seemed, notice that. That seems to me, I you could say it's a continuity error, but it just seems pretty blatant not to have done that. And then you combine that with the rest of it with him in the tub and his mouth coming out. I, I don't know. I, so I, I think this gets maybe to the heart of why this is more of an ugly and not a good – I like, I wish there had been more clarified character work because I really like the idea of Ichi and the actor did a really good job. The, yeah. the guy that played Ichi, he had, he had like these really sad eyes that match the, the characterization like perfectly. But I wish I had known more and I wish it had been a little less uh, abstract in the way the director did. And I really like a lot of the abstract things the director did. But in terms of like needing to know the character arcs and and what was meaningful to these to these people would have would have made it a little better. And, but I did enjoy. I think I'm kind of halfway between Charles and Kelly in terms of good ugly continuum. Um, I did like some of the directorial choices. It was easier to watch in the in the fact that you know it was somewhat artistically filmed. Uh, with color and with the wardrobe choices and the acting was a was a ton better than. Blood sucking freaks. Yeah, uh, but still, I I say definitely ugly category. Not not close to good for me, Charles. Well, that's cool. I mean, I'm I'm glad you at least enjoyed it a little bit. I'm, and I apologize, Kelly, as I've done many times. <laughs> uh, okay. But I, I really I really do enjoy this movie. Um, and and like I said, for those out there, go and watch Audition. It's that's great. That's a great movie. Um, and the other thing is, if they had had like a little bit of a bigger budget. Some of the like body splitting in half that Ichi cut, some of the you know CGI was like, oh, not quite there, right? And uh, that's that's could actually have been really cool. In this trailer, they show that a little bit, and so I left it in there because it doesn't look too realistic. So, you know, you guys got to see that unless you're listening to it, which I'm describing it for you. Um, all right, anything else you guys want to say about this movie? No, I'm good. All right, let's go to the last one, Hostile. Third time's the charm. That's right. Um, This one is three backpackers head to a Slovak city that promises to meet their hedonistic expectations with no idea of the hell that awaits them. All right. And here is that trailer.
right. That was how we're almost through this, guys. <laughs> we're two thirds of the way there. That was hostile. Uh, Eli Roths. Uh, and this is your good pick, Charles. It is. You want to tell us why? <laughs> and I actually, I actually agree. I just to just to put it out there, I enjoyed watching this movie about three times as much as I had thought I would. Had you not seen it before? I thought you had. I had I'd seen it a while back, and I'd forgotten a lot of the a lot of the things. And but I, I was going to let you talk. Um, do your I, first. Well, like I said earlier, this is kind of the movie that gave the. The genre, its name, one of the, I think, I forget which critic it was, but they called it torture porn. And, um, there's, there's a lot, um, in that period that I said, the late 90s, early 2000s, there's a lot of films kind of similar to this. Um, I think at one point you asked me, you were surprised that I didn't do a Saw movie. Um, and the Saw yeah. movies definitely are in this vein. Um, I, if I, but, but they kind of, each Saw movie I thought got a little worse and worse. So for me, it was like comparing this one to the original Saw. And I actually like this m- more than the original Saw. Um, uh, but um, I, I just think what I love about this movie is that um, it kind of subverts your expectations in a lot of ways. At least it did for me. Um, because it's, it's like two movies in one. It's it's not uh, this will sound like a weird comparison, but it's not unlike Full Metal Jacket, where it's like you have one movie that is one way going a certain direction, and then the movie goes a completely different direction about halfway through. Um, and the first part is I would say is kind of like a throwback to eighties sex comedies. Um, I, I believe uh, Tax when Kelly was watching it for the first time, she was saying that she was considering this like porn. And this, out of all of them, probably is like the most like softcore kind of raunchy porn. There's a lot of nudity, a lot of craziness. But I think that there is a reason for that. One, I think it's a throwback, as I said, to the 80s sex comedies. But two, it makes it. It's kind of a to me a commentary on like American and, and the American or America and the American male. How they're like these sex crazy people. They're not, you know, they're just looking to have sex and score, and they're not really respecting any particular culture or learning anything about it. They're just there to to get laid, right, and and just have fun and party, and who cares? And so, um, the second half of the movie is about this kind of secret society where the extremely wealthy pay to torture people and in particular they love getting americans like they're if they can if they can pay to get an american that's what they're so again that's why i think the that's why i think they made them the way they did they're kind of these exaggerated characters um and again if if you're watching it that way it really kind of the first time i saw it in theaters i thought man i because i i I went on kind of a whim. I hadn't really even seen the trailer and I'm watching it and I'm like, is this a scary movie? Like, this is just these crazy guys. Like, and it kept going and going and going where they're partying and dancing and sleeping around. And I'm like, what, what am I watching? And then it's like, oh God, here it goes. And when it, when it switches over, it's full <laughs> throttle into that. Um, and I, I yeah. just, I love that. Like, it's, it's, it's great. And I, um, I, I, I don't know. I just I really, really, really like this one a lot. Um I, I, I like Eli Roth. I if you guys remember, I like Cabin Fever, um the, the first one that he did. Uh, uh and I yeah. like him in Inglorious Bastards as well. So um uh, but no, I, I, I really do like this movie. I, I think it's great. I think the um the effects are good. I I love the the performances, especially in the second half of the movie. Like I love the the guy that's 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 kidnapped him. It was the guy they saw on the train, and um, I, I just it's it's creepy. I even like it when he when they he's he's cut. You're kind of learning this with the character, which is another reason it makes it great. When he's like talking to another client, and the uh, I don't know, I just I, I dug all of that. I just I thought it was really good. So, oh that. You mentioned that that other client. That's not Eli Roth, is it? Doing a cameo? No, no, the, I don't think I don't okay, think I Eli think Roth so. is in this movie. Um, which okay. surprised me because he usually is now. But speaking of cameos, I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but um, the when when they first arrive at the place um, when he's being taken there, um, there's a there's an Asian guy that comes out and he's like, "How is it in there?" And he's like, "You could lose a lot of money in there." Do you know who that guy is? Hmm. Takashi Miike. No. That's the director of Ichi the Killer. It's a, nice. it's a it's a reference to you know those kind of movies because. Takashi Miike made a lot of these kind of torture boards, just really wild, crazy movies. 
um, in the same period. Because like I said, he's very, he made a ton of movies in in a short span. So that, uh, I don't even, I don't, as far as I'm aware, he doesn't even know English. That was kind of, he had to kind of learn that phonetically just for that one little part. (laughs) But I think that's really cool. So yeah, it is. Anyway, um, and that's part of the reason, like, I, this movie, I think, knows what it is and does it extremely well. Um, yeah. There are other ones, uh, I, you know, at one point I thought about doing, um, well, we talked about, I thought about doing Saw, but I like this one more. Um, but the the other one I thought about doing was The Human Centipede. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm glad you didn't. I'm so glad you didn't. I do that. really liked that movie a lot, actually. Um, no, Charles. Oh my god! But there's a lot of other ones too. It's it's interesting. You better not do another like part two torture porn part two. There are so many of them. Well, though. now he will. Yeah. There, no, Dang it, I shouldn't give you that. There's idea. so many of them. I'm kind of hoping. We you should, guys Kelly, take you the and baton. I should also do pigs. Yeah, you should yeah. take the baton and run with it because I, I just I, like I, we with the books. I am actually oh curious gosh. what you would pick because I, I get the feeling you'd probably pick Saw, Mark, but for your good. But I, I don't know what you pick for the other ones. But maybe you would pick <sighs> Human Centipede as your bad. I don't know. But I, I, I swear I was so close to picking that one. That was my. My runner-up to my good. Because I rewatched it. For good? Yes, for good. <laughs> I rewatched Human Centipede and I love the main bad guy, the performance. Um, oh, anyway. Man. Uh, I got a case of the can't-evens. Now, I do I do not like the <laughs> sequel from to Hostel. Hostel 2 I didn't like. Um, and then I, I never saw Hostel 3. But This seems like a genre that just couldn't sustain a sequel like the the first movie is so obscene and out there and wild that it'd be hard to sustain that for a second movie well what the second one have you seen it the second one no i haven't seen what it, it does it, it's kind of a role uh, a gender reversal so it's 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 three oh. women that are kidnapped um and i just i just didn't dig it as much i i don't know it, it's you know maybe maybe you know because like you said it couldn't sustain itself because i'd already seen it done once but um, it, you know, another thing, another movie I always thought of, have you seen, um, is it, is it Ghost Ship? The, the one where it's like the cruise liner that's all ghosts. No. Anyway, that, that movie, when it starts out, it's like, it's almost like a love boat. It's this happy, upbeat thing, even the titles and this pink cursive. And then it takes a crazy turn and everybody <laughs> gets killed. And that's kind of the same feeling I have with this. I just, I just, I love that it drags us along with it. And, um, um, but anyway, go ahead guys. I don't know, man. I, this this genre, I, I didn't like it. This movie, um, but I don't think I was really predisposed to enjoy any of them. But I did like this one the most of these three. Uh, I, I don't know the the dialogue and some of the acting, especially in the first act, felt more ugly to me. It was just kind of. I don't know. And maybe it was intentional. Like you said, maybe they were trying to reference 80s sex comedies and whatnot. I, that, that didn't occur to me at the time, but it was just so much like girls, girls. Hey, man, you want to get some girls? We like girls because we're guys and guys like girls. <laughs> and, and that was just how it was the entire time. And I was like, Bring right. it on. Yeah. And it was just a little and it was just a little bit much. Um, and I didn't obviously enjoy the <laughs> the tortury aspects, but but I did think it had really good production values. Um, the scenes themselves, while they were graphic and gruesome and hard to look at, they were well done. It was very intense. And I, I thought the the guys acting in the middle of those torture scenes acted really well. Um, so, yeah, I could see how this would be a good movie. It just not for me. Not your cup of tea. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was very measured of you. Very measured response, Kelly. I <laughs> respect you. you the more for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, the it's interesting you mentioned the switch, Charles, because I found it interesting that it seemed like the main character was not the one who survived. It seemed like the main character was the one who was trying to get over the girl that he lost and he couldn't quite commit to like uh, hooking up in Europe. And it was like, oh, here's the character we're supposed to care about. Then he dies and yes, then it switches over to the, the other guy. And I'm like, oh, which I think kind of was a good choice because it kind of it worked and it accentuated this shift in the in the midway of the film. And like it's not what it's it's not what you thought it was about. Right. Um, and the although 
Oh, sorry, go ahead again. The um the the darker haired guy who we end up following more, I oops, sorry. Um he's more likable too. I was glad it switched to him because I was not really a fan of that that first guy. Just his the character's yeah. personality. I was like, eh, this guy. But once they switched, I was more on board. And I, I, I like uh, I was gonna say I even like the um when he gets uh like locked in the bathroom kind of by accident. And how that kind of spares him. I thought that was that that was a good plot device to keep him like separated mm-hmm. out from his friend. I thought that worked really well, and it felt organic to me. So, and I had forgotten about the revenge aspect. Uh, in my mind, this film ended at the train station, and for some reason, I remember the the Asian girl surviving, and obviously the opposite happens. But but then he he gets on the train, and he like kills the the dent or the surgeon the guy who wanted to be a surgeon and you know he actually like gets his revenge against multiple people throughout as he's escaping and i thought oh that was satisfying to watch too it's not yeah. just you know watching helpless people get tortured we can feel a little better about the tortury aspect because it's you know the victim torturing his his torturers mm-hmm. uh, so that was a good that was a good device as well although i had a, i had trouble squaring the fact that there were like dozens of dead bodies they were processing like a day at this place like how could you really sustain just murdering anybody any american who comes through your town like there's gonna be people poking around (laughs) and like what's going on here maybe but but you but you know you could also imagine that with that much money and the wealth and the power coming in that they have high up political people that can probably help them out and pay off the police. I mean, didn't they even imply that that the police were um, oh, being yeah, paid but, off? Yeah, they did, right? But I, but I, what I'm saying is, like, it still wouldn't be sustainable if you have like that guy who was who was burning all the body parts. There yeah. were like pounds and pounds of body parts, <laughs> so there would have to be like you know dozens no, I, of Americans just vanishing every month into this place. I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying, <laughs> but I still just the visceral response to that scene. I really yeah. do like that yeah. scene a lot. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it, it was convincing in terms of like you know it, different people tortured. We're torturing people with different means and they seem to have different psychologies. It was, you know, it was like somewhat convincing and and uh, a complex portrayal of this, this horrifying system of, of rich people paying to torture people. Yeah. All right. Anything else you guys want to say about that? <laughs> no, let's, no, let's put this to bed. Let's put this to rest. Okay. In a in a grave. Mm-hmm. Give all, right. all these tortured souls some peace. Well, yeah. So, like I said, this was kind of our Halloween. Kind of, we always do one around the time, so it's kind of fun. I've been holding off on this one for a while, and really excited about it. Um, and then, We're so glad you finally decided. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, to make us watch these. Uh, this coming up this month, um, we'll be doing uh, the the first episode of the Here and There series about Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah, that's gonna be cool. We're gonna be starting with Red Dragon. Um, this is a good. Ho- this is a good October for. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of fun awesome. the way it all kind of get it all worked out that way. Um, so that'll be the next thing, and then um, in November we're gonna be doing um, a special episode um, on election night on Tuesday, November third. So um, we'll be. Uh, I actually can't remember a lot of the movies we picked for that one, um, but that'll be kind of our next one. Do you guys remember? Um, um, no, I remember The Purge was on there. Yeah, The, the Purge, Purge Electioneer, and then I know Primary Colors, I think, is on there, and Wag the Dog. So, yeah. the, the the genre for that one, and it's not really going to be like Good, Bad, and Ugly, it's just going to be kind of a special episode, but the genre is uh, like fictional U.S. elections, um, movies about the, that, so... Um, you know, we hope you'll join us on election night because I know there's there's some people out there that just flat out don't want to think about the election. And then there's other people who are scared to death to think about the election. So, whoever it is, like, just come and watch movies with us. Come and hang out. Like, let us review movies. We'll, we're not going to get it political at all. Um, we're going to keep it fairly neutral as much as we can. We will, if there's an update on states being called, we'll announce that live. But other than that, um, we'll keep it fairly apolitical. So I think it'll be a lot yeah, of fun. So I think, I mean, I think we're all Trump supporters anyway. So 
Yeah, definitely. So um, that's, that's just the way it goes. Uh, and we will have other guests on there I'm too. I'm kidding. So. Oh, you may be kidding. Who knows? Uh, but <laughs> I support both Trump, Biden, Hillary, Kamala. I support all politicians. Joe Jorgensen. All time. Uh, okay. So, Sorry. Um, but yeah. Maybe, so, maybe we won't stay unpolitical. Yeah, I think we will. I don't is it know. possible not to? Is it possible? I don't know. I think anyway. so. I think so. Now we we will. I mean, we'll have some other people with us, so we'll see what how yeah. they do. But um, but my my point is, it's kind of an you know a nice alternative to you know watching the election. Um, yeah, live. come come hang out with us, talk about movies. Um, that'll be fun. And then I I don't know who's going again next in December, or if we're going to do a Christmas special. I'm not sure. So. Either way, got a lot of stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else I'm missing? It, w- it would be Kelly, right? Because I did we did dinosaurs and then this. Yeah, I think yeah, okay. I think we did. Yeah, I think I would be up next. Do you, would you guys want to do like an early December episode and then a Christmas one later, or just the Christmas one? Or I, I, I'm open to it. Um, I just know it gets busy around the holidays, and I know. Um, well, let's see, because this one we'll be doing. We'll be doing the here and there, Hannibal Lecter, and then. Next, in thanks, around Thanksgiving, uh, I guess Topher and I will be doing another episode of, of 50-50. So, it would be – we'd be doing our second – we'd be doing Silence of the Lambs in December. Now, we could hold off on that and not do that. We could do like a Christmas episode and then a regular episode. It, it depends. Do you happen to have what your topic would be, Kelly, already? Um, I think I do, but I don't want to say it yet, though. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll hold off. We'll kind of decide what we want to do once we get a little closer to it. But okay. – um, but yeah, so this is fun. And then um, we are right after we end this one, we're going to take a little break and then we'll come back with a little mini episode. But um, that's if you're watching it live. And if you're not, you'll be hearing this. It'll be split up. So um, you want to go ahead and do our outro, Mark? Yes, I do. Once I find it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm usually so good. Um uh, Yes, if somebody has something to fill the next 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, uh, it's. Uh, I'm excited to talk about our 31 Days of Horror coming up. I really am. This is uh, uh, been excited to do Friday the 13th movies for a while. So it kind of it irks me that there's 12 of them and not 13. It's just like, come on, can we have squeezed one more movie in there? <laughs> I'm sure they will some yeah. someday. They keep trying some to. So. All right. I found it. You can okay. shut up now. All right. You, <laughs> sorry. That was me. That was me. You can catch us live on Facebook or listen to the replay on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube by searching Good Bad Podcast, all one word, or head over to our website, it's just awesome.com. But wherever you check us out, please be sure to subscribe and like it really does help and uh go go take yourself a tums and settle that stomach everyone <laughs> we'll be back in a little bit uh, bye bye Thanks, have a good guys. one guys